<laughs> What's happening, Ren? What's up, dude? Uh, hanging out, man. Hanging out. I was uh just singing the new Black National Anthem. It's not official, but like we can make it official. Are you familiar with uh What We Do by Freeway featuring Beanie Siegel and Jay-Z? I don't think so. Even though what we do is wrong. Oh, you've had to have heard this. I mean, it might have been a long time ago. It's about it's just short of uh, about just short of about twenty years old, about eighteen years old. Um check my IG after we get done recording. There's a little there's a I just say uh share some of my story. For, I feel like you probably definitely like heard it in your car. I could almost guarantee it. <laughs> I can almost guarantee it. Uh, he's not. He's not on it. But high key, that would be one hell of a remix. <laughs> That'd be one hell of a remix right there. I almost want to see it now. Oh, I need to see what Pat's been up to lately. I haven't listened. Pata. I haven't listened to Pat in a long yeah. time. I, I tweaked, man, because you sent me. I, I had texted you a couple weeks back. I was looking for music to work out, so I was like, shoot me a couple Project Pat joints. And, well, I said records. Shoot me a couple Project Pat records. And I was thinking for like, I was looking for like, you know, three or four songs. And you sent me like three or four albums <laughs> to check out. I think, and, I'm pretty sure I sent you like three tracks after, though. Yeah, you did. You did. But that time I was like, oh, man, that's way too much information. <laughs> that's way too much. So, like, none of it got listened to. <laughs> so, I need to go back, man, and, and, and pick that up, man. And, uh, I'm trying to think what albums I sent you, like, what tracks I sent you off each album. I think one of them was off the first one. Um, and one of them was off the album while he was in prison. Mm. And then the last one was from his uh, biggest hit, Mr. Don't Play. No doubt. Everything's working. No doubt. <laughs> was that the album that Chickenhead was on? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, don't save her. She so don't uh, wanna no. be saved. That's a different. Well, I, I think they used that hook, but then there was they made another song like later on, like ten years later, it was whack. But they Word. used that same shit. I imagine they made multiple songs about not saving these hoes. They definitely. Did. I'm sure they did. <laughs> imagine that, everyone. <laughs> Say what? We're still making those songs. I'm sure, man. Listen, some things don't go out of style, I guess. And uh, not saving those hoes, I guess, one of those things. I was, don't watching, style. I was watching a uh, interview with Project Pat. It was a little while ago. Mm. And I don't know how old this Like, the interview was new, but I don't know, like, how old he was talking. And it mm. seemed like it wasn't, like, too old. But, like, this dude's, like, still getting shot at. And, like, he just thinks it's, like, it's, like, no big fucking deal. Like, <laughs> uh, Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we just left the club and they started shooting at us and it's like are they ain't gonna hit us it's like, yo the that's crazy it's three fifteen in the morning man them niggas kinda late <laughs> they should have been here 20 minutes ago right. oh there they go there they go damn that's crazy mm, mm, mm. god damn man you said uh so he dropped the album in prison did he record it in prison? Well, like, or just drop uh, while he was in prison? Recorded it, recorded it, and then went went back to prison actually <laughs> for probation violation. Word. Okay, so he That's was true. he he didn't record it in prison. 
No, no, oh, it okay. came out. Yeah, they released it while he was in prison. Playing SmackDown. Yeah, okay, that was that album. <laughs> Or, 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 I, uh, the, re- the only reason I ask is because you, you remember rapper Shine? Mm-hmm. He, he dropped his second album. He actually recorded it in prison. At least, mo- at least, yeah, actually, yeah, because he went to jail, like, when I was, like, an eighth grader in, like, 01, and his album came out in 04. So, yeah, he recorded the whole thing in prison. Um, so I was going to compare prison, uh, prison recorded albums. Gucci did that too. I believe it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. I think it was like Gucci versus the state. That was the one? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've that, never been. And this this is like way before like everybody thought like he's been like replaced. Remember yeah, that? he's a clone he... and shit. <laughs> he was still, he still had the lean belly. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, yeah, I've never been like, a, I've never really been a Gucci guy like that. I mean, uh, the hits, you know what I'm saying? The big hits, Lemonade, whatever. Um, you know, the whole, the, the shenanigans with Jeezy recently, um, on the verses. It's after, like, after high school, we're pretty badass. Yeah. 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 Around that time, I was empirical, lyrical, miracle, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that took a while to get out of, but, uh, you know, I had a couple joints that, um, you know, out, out, you know, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Didn't fall in that category. Like, I remember I was at the gym a couple weeks back, and I was like, uh, G-Unit, Beg for Mercy album. <laughs> right? I went and slapped that whole thing real quick. That came out the same day as a black album, Jay-Z's black album. And I remember it because, like, I remember being on AIM. Like, you remember AIM? Well, shit, we talked about AIM a couple weeks ago. Uh, yep. So I remember being on AIM, like, yo, they both come out. And they both, they didn't drop on a Tuesday. They dropped on a Friday. Yep. Like, and that was that shit first started happening. Well, this is way before it started happening. Yeah, like Jay Z was special enough, and Fifty. I think I went back and looked at his album. I remember, okay, this dropped on a Friday with Jay Z's Black album. I'm trying to remember if Fifty ever dropped an album just on his own that didn't coincide with somebody else's release to create that competition. Oh, he always had. He never ever not did that. <laughs> right, because you remember the, the fifty, the fifty and Kanye thing, of course. So I went back. I'm gonna have to look again because I, I forgot. I'm gonna have to look back and see when Get Rich or Die Trying dropped and when uh, and when the massacre dropped. Uh, fifty was everywhere. That was because he dropped those dropped the same year. Get Rich or Die Trying and Beg for Mercy, the same year. So yeah, nobody did that shit back then, dude. Yeah, yeah. What? That fifth came up and all the <laughs> right. It's new shit every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yeah, I was asking the world like, "Yo, do I cop the Jay Z or do I cop the G Unit?" I got them both. <laughs> I couldn't decide. I got them both. Um, Thirty-two year old me is like, oh, "How do I even ask that question?" Like, I'm, I'm picking Jay eleven out of ten times, but. That Beg for Mercy has some slaps, though. I honestly was thinking you were just going to get the Jay-Z album and say, I'll I'll pick this up whenever it goes on sale. Right, 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 (laughs) right. That Beg for Mercy has some slaps on it, but, uh, you know, I was 15. Who, you know. I was never really too into 50. Yeah. I was was on Memphis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. (laughs) True. Nah, 50 had a run, man. He had a, that's an understatement. He had a hell of a run. And that's still an understatement. Like, 
saying he had a fuck of a run doesn't make sense, but like he had a fucking run that year. Um, and comparatively, some talking about Jay Z, like Jay, Jay's career is so astonishing because he, if you look at his career, maybe only one, like most, I'll say consensus, consensus greatest rapper of all time, right? But if you look at his career, he was really only like the number one guy maybe one year out of his entire run like that. And I would say that's probably 2001 uh, when the Blueprint dropped. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I never listened to Jay-Z too much, but everybody knew that album. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he dropped in, what, 96? You could say Pac in 96. Um, And that's after Pac passed, right? Um you know, if not Pac, maybe Nas on Nas' second album. Um, 97, you know, Jay dropped his second album, but he wasn't, he just wasn't Jay yet. I would say he wasn't Jay until 98 with Hard Knock Life. And that was DMX's year. 98, that was DMX. 99, you could probably say, was maybe DMX. If not DMX, maybe Eminem. Um, yeah, your guy. Um, and if not, you know, 99, 2000 could be Eminem or Ja Rule. You know what I'm saying? I was actually just thinking, because we were talking about 50 and Ja Rule popped in my head, obviously. Yeah, of course. They tied together. They tied together. Yeah. You know? And you can make a... He was going to have to... If he was going to have a concert, he's going to buy all the tickets so nobody show up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny as hell, man. That beef. Yeah, that was yeah definitely bigger than rap. Deeper than rap. You know? Did you ever watch those? Uh, the beef series. Yeah, I watch. I did watch some. I can't remember which ones I watched. They all kind of ran together. But yeah, I definitely. Yeah, there was one. It came out when we were living in Carbondale. Uh, rhyme and punishment. I never saw it, but I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Those rappers talking about when they went to prison and shit. <laughs> There's such an infatuation, and I'm guilty of it too. Not like I was, but like rap beef and diss tracks. Right. Yeah, Yeah. like in a way that's more compelling and more dangerous than any other genre of music. Yeah, like you don't get the inside. Like there aren't YouTube, there aren't 25 minute YouTube clips on Taylor Swift versus Katy Perry. No. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like rap, again, everything is wrestling. And if anything is wrestling, it's fucking rap music. Yeah, big time. You know what I'm saying? They don't know what's real, what's fake. And between the, the, the diss tracks and the literal loss of life, like, yeah, this shit is crazy, man. This shit is crazy. Wild. Taylor Swift is a fucking rapper, man. Nobody will say it except me, but. Is she? Dude, Taylor Swift is mad messy. She, <laughs> But she's very subliminal about it. Like, uh, I think her song Bad Blood was about her beef with Katy Perry. You know what I'm saying? Christian like singer <laughs> that's why she's a rapper dog think of every like hardcore Christian you know you probably don't really want to know him no I don't I'm saying <laughs> I don't even know if they'd want to know me uh, listen listen you know what I'm saying jeez man at me, like, Fuck that, dude. Yeah, you know. Sorry for cussing God. <laughs> Sorry, God. That's that might be the title. Sorry for cussing God. Um, 
but yeah, man, I got to take this time because I haven't said this in years, but mentioning Katy Perry, I want to remind everyone that Katy Perry's song, uh, Black Magic, is about turning white girls out to black dudes. I thought it was something else. I thought it was like Dark Horse or something. Dark Horse, yes. Dark Horse. Yes. Yeah. Thank, you, Thank you, Ren. Thank you, I've yeah. actually never listened to that. Go listen to I don't it. About it. <laughs> yeah. Go listen to it. Go read the lyrics featuring Juicy J. Who perfect? Who listen? I got a radar. I've turned a couple white women out. I'm sure <laughs> you'll get in trouble for that one, <laughs> bro. Won't be the first time. Shit, it will not be the first time. I'm with it. I'm with it. The 80s and 90s and 2000s, a little bit, did a great job of being like really subliminal about what songs really meant. Like, when they say stuff like, oh, it's not the same back in the day, they're right to an extent. Like, they had a lot more finesse in the lyricism back in the day. You had to fucking dig back in the day. You had to dig, right? Like, Madonna's um, Like a Prayer. That's about giving head. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, Mariah Carey's Honey and SWV's Rain. It's about shots to the face. Mm. Right to the face. Mm. Mm. It's just like honey when your love comes over me. <laughs> yeah. I've actually never heard any of these songs. Bruh, SWV, uh, Rain Down on Me. Yeah. Yeah. You listen, you listen to that one at the gym, don't you? Bruh, personal record on the leg press. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, bro. <laughs> I listen to a lot of random R&B at the gym. Like those memes about like my face versus what I'm playing, that's totally me. <laughs> I mean, I guess like you never really know if somebody's like listening to at the gym. Like mm-hmm. it could be like it could be some songs about getting blasted in the face, you know? Like rain not with down. The gun. <laughs> rain down on me. <laughs> with the love gun, you know. <laughs> Facts, bro. I swear. You can't believe you can you, you can only imagine the, the, the amount of rap faces I've made to to me as so into you. Like dead ass, man. Tracy Spencer's uh tender kisses. You know what I mean, I'm saying? I know like I know Kiss came out with a song back in I think it was on our second album second or third album, it was mm. called Love Gun. So oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no hiding that. <laughs> it's like the late seventies. <laughs> Ain't no hiding that at all. <laughs> Holy shit, bro! It's banger. I, uh, literally, <laughs> literally, yeah. Teamwork. You threw that up, and I just brought that Bam. motherfucker home, man. You know what I'm saying? I uh, but yeah. What's new with you, player? How you how you feeling, bro? What's new? I'm just hanging out, man. Finished finished up the wire. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I had meant to ask you about that, but we had our uh we had uh Dev last week. Shout out to Dev and the homie Dev. Go check out episode one hundred, y'all. Got some good insight from the homie Dev and the Heel dude, part of Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. Um How'd you you know, before I get into the wire, because I I wondered this, and maybe this is something I should ask off the air, but this is our first guest. First guest ever. And so me Kind of like, I mean, we know how we do the show, right? I kind of, you know, got to kind of navigate things. Just trying to find a way to, you know, bring him to our house. Make sure he's involved. 
and still keep the flow of things. That's why but, I didn't go piss because we had company over. Bro, it's your toilet. <laughs> it's your it's your show. I wonder if he was like, wait on that one. He well, he mentioned it. <laughs> Remember, he mentioned like he was like, yo, I listened to the show like Ren the Ren pissing segment. Like, yeah, he, yeah. It's I, I'm gonna text him. You probably disappointed him. He probably wanted to be a part of that. Someone didn't mean to. Didn't like, mean to hurt his feelings. Over. You know what I'm <laughs> I was wondering because I was listening to it back, and I know you naturally, but also I'm trying to you know navigate the flow of things. Did you feel? Not, what's the word I'm looking for? Not uncomfortable, because that's not the word. Not overshadowed, that's not the word. But, like, I know Devin personally. Yeah. Did you feel like a third wheel on your own show to any extent? Maybe a little bit. Okay. But that's just because, I mean, we had a third person on. Got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a bad feeling or nothing. You know, I wanted to let him get, like, all of his stuff out. You know, I wanted Mm -hmm. him to honestly talk more than me. Okay. <laughs> I hear me all the time. <laughs> well, you're liked more than me still, right? And I'm going to hold that to the to the death. I mean, you said it, not me. I'll keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. We had our Royal Thanks. Rumble. <laughs> I mean, shit. You know? <laughs> Listeners, we had our, uh, for those who who, uh, who listen to us, or not listen to us, but follow us on IG, we put up a poll about who would win the Royal Rumble. Uh, we had a listener say that Ren was going to win both the men's and women's Royal Rumble. That's how much my man is uh, loved out here. They got him taking title shots. Uh, I should rephrase that. Um, winning title shots. <laughs> Fucking right. Cheers to y'all. No doubt, man. Um, but, yeah, taking it back, man, you finished The Wire, man. How'd you, uh, how'd you like season five and how'd you like you know it uh, just overall, how, how it ended, how it tied up? Season five was definitely the worst season. Yeah. It had to be a bad one. Because it had to be. There's, something's got to be last, right? Yeah. Like, it just seems like there just wasn't, like, much, like, I don't know, much going on in the mm. last season compared to the other four. Yeah. yeah. Like, in, like, I don't know, the ending The ending was okay. Mm-hmm. It just kind of, like, just kind of faded away. Like, yeah. that was it. Like, For me, it was one of those things that, like, because I look at them like books. Like, each season its own book. Like, it was literally, each season is literally written by crime novelists. So they wrote it like a book. But it was tying up, you know, the one big case in season five, but also just the overall arc. So they kind of had to tie everything down. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. Yeah, I get it. Um, still, I would say still a great season of television. But oh, yes. of the five, if you, something, that's how numbers work. Somebody's got to be last. But, um. Yeah, man. Season was definitely my favorite. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard. It was tough, man. It, it was, was tough, tough, man. It was tough. Season four, I would say, is the best season. My favorite, I think, is three, but four is the best season. So, yeah. I mean, for me, it's, it's one and four. As the best. You, yeah, you get to see everything. You get to just get to see everything in one. No doubt. Setting the stage. Yeah, and two, they're setting the stage even more, and you don't even fucking realize. Bigger that. stage, yeah, 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 yeah. Factual. I would say, I would say four, three, one, two, five, as far as best seasons go. Um, so yeah, I would say four is the best. Three is my favorite. Two is the most important, mm-hmm. and one sets the stage. Five, I think where five suffers 
is that like there was a lot more subtlety in one through four. But season five, of course, the creator used to work in newspapers. Okay, so that's why it was based around that kind of? It, and I think, well, yeah, one, yeah. And also, two, I think that's why they showed the flaws in every system. And they showed the flaws in the newspapers. But it was more so like a bitter fuck you to the higher ups mm-hmm. written within a love letter to the industry itself. So it was nuanced. It was nuanced, but it was clearly like a heavy-handed. Like I love the newspaper industry. You might have to bleep this one out, but like, man, yeah, my guy was good, and then he just got back into his greasy old ways. Old, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, he did, man. Uh, he was almost there. He was almost there. He was and almost like, there. I, I love the show. Like, it just seems like there was, like, too much time in between some seasons. Yeah. Like, because, like, we didn't get to see, like, what happened, like, with him. Like, he just, like, flipped and goes back to his old greasy ways. Or maybe I missed it. Maybe I need to go back and watch it again. It was. So, I mean, of course, in one season, you see that he's, like, much better, right? He's happy. And then, you know, um, a certain occurrence in season four kind of inspired him to get back to the life and thinking he would be much better. And then five came, and that you know that's a that's a great I mean that's a that's a great point just for life overall, right? Some stuff you might think is going to be better, but you was who you was for you got here. Yeah, shout to Jay Z that was on the Black Album. You see how we did that? True. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like the 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 ills of season or sorry the ills of the the of what he loved so much never changed. And so it was up to him to be a better man about it. He just couldn't be that better man. Makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I really loved how when they did the serial killer uh, profile. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and you, you, he never says it, but like, it's him. <laughs> it's, it's fucking him. <laughs> that was such a great, that was so great. That was so great. Like he was trying to just like make better steps to where it just makes him seem like, I mean, yeah, he was, he was playing. Yeah. He was having fun with that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it got to where you like, being a big time poser. Yeah. Actually- you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and underlying thing that they didn't, they didn't never, they never said explicitly. And I'm glad that I'm, I'm going to, we're going to bleep the name of who we're talking about. Um, but the, his whole thing was like, fuck the bosses, fuck the bosses, fuck the bosses. Well, in that season, to an extent, he became one of the bosses. Yeah, just like under, like nobody knew. Well, it will no, everybody knew. They're asking for this, asking for this. He has to delegate this, but he folded under the pressure. True. Of yeah. being one of the bosses. He didn't know what he was getting himself into. He don't know shit about that life, but was so quick to say "fuck the bosses," and now that he was one of them, maybe he, he wasn't. Couldn't handle it. He wasn't cut out for that life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Listeners, go watch The Wire. Um, yeah. We, I'm, I'm sure we alienated some of the listeners, but I mean, yeah, I, I'm sure we talked about it compellingly enough uh, for those who do listen. They were like, yo, <laughs> nailing it on the head. You know what I'm saying? Babe, we do a wrestling podcast, so <laughs> we know about niche. Right. We know about niche. Um, 
I've been fucking with that Kirby enthusiasm when I get home on these late nights, man. I got a whole list on the HBO Max. I've been wanting to watch this show for years, and I've been watching it, and I just started season three. How many seasons is it? I think there's like seven or eight. Yeah, I think there's like seven or eight. And it's the type of stuff that doesn't get old because it's just basically about like the really bullshit nuances of just day-to-day life shit. The little stuff that make for great observations and then when they put it into effect with certain situations, it's fucking crazy. They'll 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 start out with something they'll start out with something and so for people who've listened to Kirby Enthusiasm, they'll start out with something like a guy wearing a sign as punishment for a crime he committed. And you'd be like, oh, that's okay. And then somehow they'll tie it around 30 minutes later to it's, I can't, I can't explain it, but people who watch Kirby Enthusiasm, like, yeah, I know that episode. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, go, go check it out. Um, Larry David, Larry David, the creator. So he was a creator of Seinfeld as well. Um, for those who watch Seinfeld, Larry David, the creator is brilliant. Larry David, the guy on this show is a complete asshole. <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty like dry humor, isn't it? It is. It is. It's, it's, it's dry, observational, somewhat intellectual, but really witty humor. And now I won't say he's a complete asshole. Season three. Episode one, I think, complete fucking asshole. Like, yo, what is wrong with this dude? <laughs> Some of this shit is just him being a victim of circumstance. Some of this shit, <laughs> he's a he's an asshole and he earned it. But uh, yeah, something something uh something easy to watch, man. Go go check out Kirby Enthusiasm. Um, for those who who were behind on it like like i was all the the good premium cable was in mama's room growing up and uh, it wasn't in the dorm rooms either so she, she had premium cable in her room and not in the rest of the house. that's how it worked man that's how i work with the mamas man soul food on showtime i'm i don't i don't know how that shit ended you know what i'm saying the sex in the city reboot is coming up soon i gotta see samantha ain't gonna be there you know what I'm saying? I did, I came home. I would come home from school, and I'd have to like, yo, let me try to catch up on a couple episodes. You know what I'm saying? Before Mama got home from work. You know what I'm saying? So, we, we never had like premium cable like growing up. Like we like we'd have to go like rent like Oz and like The Sopranos Word. and fucking DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, remember like, remember those? Like you know, like the like the last like DVD of the se- like uh, season. Yeah, somebody that motherfucker out for like three weeks. Saying, like, saying, <laughs> it only it would only have like three, four episodes on it. And you gotta catch up. They'd have well, season after, one, like, season two, asshole. season five, right? Yeah, yeah they yeah they skip a season like yeah man. What now? I'm fucking. Mm. I just started watching the goddamn X Files. Ooh, okay. Yeah, bro. I didn't realize how like long the series was. It was on for a while. Eleven seasons. Ugh. Ugh. Was that Scully and Mulder? Scully and Mulder doing paranormal shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, there's eleven episodes in each fucking season. (laughs) Mm. Mm, Quick math, 121 episodes. 
yeah, I couldn't have been able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, I'm a, I'm a weirdo. Watching that shit back when I was little, so like, yeah. I still remember some of the episodes and shit. But it's cool. It's, I uh, never, I never watched it. Never. You don't did. like you don't fuck with like sci-fi shit though, do you? Too much. Um. Not on the surface, no. I remember when we, uh, you know, a couple years back, I talked about that show Orphan Black, mm-hmm. which was uh, a, a sci-fi show. Sci- I shouldn't even say sci-fi-ish. A sci-fi type show. Um, but yeah, usually not. I don't jump into too much of, of, of that realm, of that of that genre. Like, I remember one of the first movies I ever watched when I was little, and it was fucking Alien. <laughs> Word, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I've always been watching that shit, but... That's cool to watch it and remember some of the old episodes. Yeah. It'll take me a while to finish. But. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch Quantum Leap? That sounds really fucking familiar. It was an NBC show, like the early to mid-90s, that I never watched. I remember I watched, like, Nash Bridges once. Nash was- Bridges. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, of course, man. I remember all of them shows, of course. You know, Walker, Texas Ranger, of course. Uh, we've mentioned the Highlander before. Jag, you ever watch Jag? No. It, it, it was it's something with the military. I don't fucking. Yeah, it was like Air Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never, never watched it. Um, yeah, man. Nineties, nineties. Highlander was was kind of decent. Like that was that was my mom's shit. Highlander. Oh, that was a shit. I fucked his head off to kill him. The like, only way. There can only be one, not this motherfucker, like, man. That show, that show is heavy metal as fuck. Yo, <laughs> like, medieval <laughs> shit, Fact. spirits, shit. <laughs> right, 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 right. And it was so '90s in the sense that, like, you knew when somebody's head got chopped off, but it was never like violent. Like, no, you never see it. You only see like the head like rolling. It, it may be at that, right? You know what I'm saying? They play like a, a certain type of ominous music, like a certain finality music you see in like PlayStation One games, and they cut it. They cut to like a wall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cut to somebody's face. Oh, I can't believe you. Know what I'm saying. Uh, I don't even know why I just thought about it, but have you heard the uh, the synopsis for the new Mortal Kombat movie? No, I saw a couple screenshots, but no. Oh, you look upset. To it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm looking, looking forward for- to it still, just because it's gonna be fucking rated R. What? <laughs> Word. Yeah. Like, I still like the old ones, like number one and two. Facts. But, yeah. Uh, I guess like the synopsis is like this MMA fighter in America has like some birthmark, and it's connected to the fucking the realm, the shadow realm. Like, huh. Boy, he's a good guy. Okay. Like, Which guy has the birthmark? It, it, it. Not, not, motherfuckers, not even in the fucking game. Oh man! So they created a whole new guy. He gets to meet Luke yeah. Kang and and uh, Johnny Cage. I haven't heard nothing about Johnny Cage yet, dude. Oh man, Miz should have played him <laughs> easily. Johnny Miz easily. We ain't said Johnny. M- Listen, long time listeners, y'all enjoyed that one. Y'all enjoyed. <laughs> Nice, 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 nice. Damn, I ain't watched those in years. That shit, uh, that shit's gonna be on HBO Max though whenever it comes out. Mm. So. Listen, HBO Max is changing the game, man. It's legit. They got. I actually the... don't have HBO Max right now. I've just got regular HBO. Mm. I'm gonna fucking go ahead and cancel my HBO and yeah. get that Max. 
yeah, a salute to my guy for shooting me his login. Um, I hope we say friends forever. Like, please don't ever get mad at me. I apologize in advance. They've got they've got a fucking cartoon on there. I've watched most of it. That's mm-hmm. fucking brutal ass heavy metal cartoon. <laughs> 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 like people get killed and like it's just it's just fucking completely outrageous. What's it called? Metalocalypse. Oh, okay. I never watched that either. That was on Adult <laughs> Swim, right? Yeah. 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 I dude, <laughs> like they're like fifteen minute long episodes. Just give it a shot. One I might have to. I might have to. You ever watch? Uh, you ever watch Laser Wolf? No, but I fucking sounds like I need to because that sounds pretty badass. It's like it's Adult Swim, so it's that kind of humor. Big E is actually a character on Laser Wolf. <laughs> yes, so it's about a it's about a guy named Laser Wolf who has a laser attached to his back. And his brother is, I think, is Cannon Wolf, which is Big E. There's a uh, there's stupid ass horse or stupid horse. It's dude. It's it's really high, goofy ass humor, but it's black as hell. Okay, yeah. I'm and so like every celebrity, <laughs> I'm like, it's been a few weeks since I watched it. So it's like 15 minute episodes, but every celebrity that they talk about, like Kelsey Grammer. Um, whoever it is, when they put them in the car- in the show, they're black. <laughs> so, <coughs> so like, so like, <coughs> excuse me. So like, God is black, and they portray him as having like, like he's always angry. Like they tell they tell God how lame he is all the time. <laughs> It's it's dope. It's it's completely high, random ass humor. It's but it's on HBO Max. It's on HBO Max. Okay, yeah, because uh, it's on Adult Swim, and I think they may have just finished season two, but only season one is on, <clears throat> only season one is on HBO Max. Um, but yeah, some quick to just 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 random. I haven't even finished season one yet, but just random ass humor, black as hell, but like black nerd type shit. Like you. Like, Big E would be in it, <laughs> right? You just did. Big E would be in it, right? And it's funny hearing Big E say, like, motherfucker. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. I'm saying, right? I'm saying. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> it's fun, man. It really is fun. It really is fun. Uh, Anything else new with you, man? What's been going on, man? Just hanging out? Just hanging out, man. Yeah. Yeah, you got any... uh. Yeah, you got any Super Bowl plans? The Superb Owl? Uh, I feel like one of my buddies is supposed to uh, be rolling through. Well, maybe. Um, he just moved down to Texas. Mm. And he's coming back home, like, I think just to visit yeah. for a couple of days or something. So, yeah, I think he's going to stop here on his way back up. Yeah. See what hang it is. <clears throat> fucking, or make some fucking Italian beef, some huh. wings. Yeah, yeah. Just hang out and get fucking drunk. You know, watch, watch yeah. the stupid, stupid bowl. <laughs> the superb Al. Um, yeah, man, I actually be, uh, I'll be actually touching down in Houston on that night. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, of the Super Bowl. I'm staying with my guy. Um, one of the, uh, so he manages that office. Excuse me, he manages that office, and I realized, like first. I didn't like it was always my plan to come down that day. I'm gonna stop in the city I used to live in for a day. That's a long ass drive. 
So I'm going to stop down and see that I used to live in for a day, day and a half. And then hit the rest of that drive down to Houston the morning of that Sunday of, of the superb owl. And um, I realized that, like, I really hope he doesn't have, like, a Super Bowl party. Have you not hit him up about it? Well, today I talked to him today. And I was like, yo, you do anything for the Super Bowl? He's like, oh, I thought about having a couple people over. And then I, I go to the gym. And I sit on the bench, and it hits me. A, it's still a pandemic. <laughs> D- don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't. Granny, don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got two kids, so I feel like I should wear a mask all through their house. Because I'm saying it's crib. <clears throat> Say what? It's Texas, bro. You'll be all right. <laughs> they, yeah, right? Because they don't, they don't care about shit down there. They they don't care about it. like he be getting looked at like yo why are you wearing a mask while you work my wedding? Oh yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying. So I feel like I should wear a mask all through his crib. He got two little kids, they toddlers. You know what I'm saying. I'm just trying to make everybody you know feel comfy. But like he thinking about having people over. Like how many people? I mean like uh, I don't know. I don't even know. I feel like I feel like I'm too many people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like having me there, I feel like I'm is mad egregious. For the record, I'm only having one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. But like now, I gotta walk through his crib with my mask, like offending everybody. I'm already a stranger. I'm not gonna be able to give no like strong black guy daps. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Head nods, you know what I'm saying? Do that fucking bust out the hand sanding. Bruh, right, right. <laughs> How am I give a strong black dude that and then bust out the sanding? Like, I'm losing either way. Just give him a salute. Quick head, a quick head nod. What's up? What's happening, dog? Yeah. Oh, what up, man? Ju- Juvie. Nice to meet you, dog. Uh uh uh. Let me sit over here. I'm saying, right, right, right. What's going on? Like, how's that, how's that going to work? How's that going to work? I would love to see, speaking of Kirby Enthusiasm, I would love to see Kirby Enthusiasm during this. <laughs> oh, dog, I'm waiting on South Park. <laughs> Bruh. Oh, matter of fact, that's on my list, too, because they're on HBO Max now. Yeah. yeah. I got to catch up on them. Yeah. So, yeah, certain shows I would love to see during a pandemic. <laughs> Fucking. Ooh, speaking of, ooh, you know what's coming back in a couple weeks. My friend, I want to thank you for oh, being yeah. a friend and making sure that I partaked, partaken, partook in this greatness. Cause my man Franklin Saint is on the way back. I know you seen it. You see the trailer? Oh, are you kidding me? The snowfall for those not boy. Yeah. Woo! Woo! I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember how many times it actually took me to like, yo, you gotta check this out. Twice. Check twice. Yeah, it was twice. It was twice. I got my boss to watch that shit, and, like, he came back to work, like, I mean, like, he came back to work the following week, and he was like, Bruh. Season. Bruh. <laughs> he fucking banged them all out in a week. Bruh. I remember that. Like, you told me about it, and I'd forgotten, and then you mentioned it again, and so the company gifted me a heavy bag. Like I mentioned before, they gifted me a heavy bag. So while I'm putting together the heavy bag, I'm like, well, shit, boop, boop, boop. Let's see what's up. Man, that heavy bag sat. 
That shit sat there, bruh. Fine ass male. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. That's, best, that's definitely one of the best shows out. Snowfall right. is slapping. I'm a couple episodes behind on This Is Us. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Media is great. Like, like FX definitely changed up their fucking recipe with shows, just allowing motherfuckers like just to get as crazy as they've been getting on FX now. Yeah. Because like, dude, ten years ago, fuck no. You Not a chance. I remember when South Park in 97 was the most controversial thing ever. The first time they cussed on that show, they said they said they were only able to say shit once. They had a <laughs> counter in the fucking corner I'm... of the screen, bro, and they blasted that shit up like 250 shit. <laughs> I remember that shit, actually. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny, man. That is so funny. Shit has, shit has evolved. Man. Shit has evolved like crazy, G. For real. I, uh, the last, uh, you know, man, in this last week. So my cousin texted me today. <clears throat> he sent me, so he does, a, he's part of like a battle rap crew, um, down south, and he sent me his battle. And, uh, he knows I never lied to him of what I saw. He won. Oh, yeah. He won, yeah. Um, now they didn't have any judges, so it wasn't official. But I was like, "Yo, like, no, nah, you, yeah, no, nah, you won." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, he did his thing, but you know, he's got you know three kids, and he was like, "Yo, like, you know, his oldest son, man, is about to turn twelve, twelve this summer, right?" And he's been down where he's living, you know, for a few years now. <clears throat> I've been on the move, as you know, as everybody knows. Um. My other guy, you know, when I go down to Houston, he lives a few hours away, right? His son's birthday is in a few weeks. So I'm going to try to link up with them. He'll be seven, like, whole-ass people, you know what I'm saying? I talked to my cousin, like, oh, damn, 12? Whole-ass person, got bass in his voice, got hoes now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Like, it's... Uh, it's like me and you speak every week, right? Yeah. We speak every week. There's people I talk to consistently, but like, ugh, everything is wrong. I got little cousins I haven't seen in years. They got like two or three kids. They're like 26. Like, when the fuck did that happen? <laughs> when the fuck did that happen? Like, you a, uh, you a baby mama? Like, we talking about? You a baby mama for real? Thrice over, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, keep. <laughs> man, yo, yeah, you ain't lying. Like, wow, bro. Time just, it just, it just flies. It flies yeah. a little too crazy. Flies a little too crazy. He's telling me about how, like, you know, he's 12 years old. And I made a joke about him having hoes because he's, he's 12, right? You know what I mean? Just whatever. But he was like, you know, there's a girl he likes in school. That he's too nervous to talk to and say, you know what I'm saying? And on one hand, I was like, well, listen, man, Valentine's Day is coming up, right? Here's what you do. You have him make a handmade card, put a clock on it, and say, girl, you know what time it is. Classic, right? (laughs) Who could turn that down? It's pretty good. Who could turn that down? Shit, kids are fucking mean, dog. Yeah, yeah, she could. Yeah, she'll look at her watch. Um, it's four oh seven. 
Like, ew. but ew, right? What time is it? You know what I'm saying? But like on the other hand, I told him like, listen, man, nothing wrong with being shy. I was out. Sh- listen, I was shy. I was shy coming up. Only black dude in a in a room full of you know what I'm saying your cousins for years. You know what I'm saying? Finding my lane, finding my space. Um, nothing wrong with being shy. That's how you being being a watcher is how you pick up all the little little nuances of the game, man. You know what I'm saying? It's how you turn into a prize later on in life. It's how you avoid having kids at fucking whatever age. It's it's how you avoid having kids while you're a kid. Let's put it that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Avoid being a, you know, a stat line. You know what I'm saying? But I texted uh, the night of Royal Rumble. I texted my guy. You know, I uh, his birthday was the same day. And, like, one way that you can learn, like, how long it's really been since you texted somebody or talked to somebody, text them on their birthday and see when the last time y'all talked. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Last time we talked, my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's married, you know what I'm saying, for, like, a year, year and a half. Like. It's just life. Dude, this shit is moving around. I get a mad emotional thing about my baby sister. My sister's 30 years old. You want to put that out there? <laughs> She'll be all right. She's proud. She's proud. You know what I'm saying? But, like, she's she'll always be my baby sister. And so I see, I talk to her, and I see her on social media, and I talk to her, and it's like, oh, you know, she's really coming into herself as a person, like a full-ass person. She's asking me advice about a car. She wants to buy a car. And I'm like, yo, you want, like, some help? You want me to show up? You know what I'm saying? I got to text her now. I forgot to text her back about my schedule. But, like, when she buys this car, I'm probably going to cry. I'm sure you will. I'm probably going to cry. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to care about. I don't. Except her. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying? Just, this shit is moving too fast, man. Mm. Yeah, I'm. What we'll say in ten years from now, <laughs> bruh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Ew, ew. You know, I've also been thinking about because I went and watched uh, the Rumble itself. We'll talk about when we talk about the Rumble. I watched the Rumble with uh, a non fan, but I also watched it with a woman. Uh, well, listen, man. I'm lucky. I'm any kind of cool. <laughs> because like into it. well eventually but like and again we'll talk more about the rumble but like <laughs> listen i'll talk to some of my guys who are non-fans they'd be like yo like how do you how do you watch this wwe stuff <laughs> but those are my guys and then you talk you look and then like you can feel the woman you're sitting next to just looking at you. It's like, yo, what am I watching right now? Right? I'm going to the other room, then. You know what I'm saying? We'll talk about and we'll talk about the show because they, they, they fixed it. They fixed it. But, like, I'm lucky I'm some kind of cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But bigger than that, I think what I realized overall, not even realize overall, but just strengthen overall. Um, and I'm leaving out parts of the story, but, you know, it was uh, – I talked about it before. We're kind of reconnecting just as people. Yeah. Um, and I've been in that mode lately where like, listen, you either in or you out. But as far as, you know, just certain people. But like overall, man, just strengthen that you got to move with honor out here. Yeah. Be honorable. 
Yeah, so, um, some people you can be like, you riding or not? Yes. Yeah, and then some people like, I'll see you on down the road. It's all mm-hmm. good. You know? Responsibility and accountability. So even if you fall short, take accountability for it. Yep. And you, because you, you, it's all it's all gonna come back around. Mm-hmm. It's all gonna come back around. So like this person specifically, um, I don't care. It it I um, it's its own form of revenge because in a way, like that shit went bad. That shit went south. But I always yeah, stood. Connections are going. To- Actually, yeah, I hear you just fine. You okay? okay? Now it's better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, now it's better. Huh? Yeah. I don't know what happened. Okay, that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. Um, but that shit went south. As people, and I always stood tall in the fact that like, whatever I may have not did right, at the bottom line of it all, some right or sorry, some wrong. Is wronger than other wrongs. Oh yeah. So, um, you know, I stood tall on that, and it, and, it, and it came back around. Um, and I, you know, I found my own vindication, my own, you know, um, words of affirmation for those who are into love languages like that. Um, in the sense that, listen, man, be a prize out here. Just keep being a prize. You know what I'm saying? All that shit will come back around. Oh yeah. <laughs> no doubt, man. No doubt. Um, and talking to you know, how was uh, how do I want to say this? I guess what I really just want to say is you know, along with you know responsibility and accountability, um, all the pieces matter. To bring it yeah. back to the wire, all the pieces matter. And specifically, you know, of course, again, you know, um, talking about moms. We talked a lot about moms over the weekend. And, um, you know, of course, you know, my mom, you know, passing. um, I was 25 when she passed. And so, like, that's kind of around the age where you, you, well, depending on a lot, you know, if you have a healthy relationship growing up or some kind of healthy relationship, you get to, like, stop seeing your parent as, like, just a straight superhero. Yeah. Right. It's a regular person. Yeah. And, you know, we had those aspects, but for the most part, I never got to get to that point. But also, my mom was always really fucking careful and responsible to where, like, when I hear people have really rough relationships with their parents, specifically their moms. Like, it's easy for me to be like, yo, well, like, that's your mom, right? Yeah. Fix it, right? And I try to keep it outside of just my, my mom passing, but also I think about how I grew up. My childhood was mad decent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was telling the story. I told this to my sister, and I told this to, to you know, the, the one I was talking about. Like, you know how society tells us as men – like, not to cry. You can't cry. You're a boy. Don't cry. Yeah. Well, like when I was a when I was little, I would I would cry more often than I than I liked. And you know, you grow up being told not to cry, but like, my mom was never you know, 
Boy, what the fuck you crying for? You're a boy. Stop crying, right? Um, I always felt more embarrassed on my own than anyone ever made me feel about it. You know what I'm saying? You know, just just healthy expression of emotion, right? And now, out of that, uh, yeah, I talked about like I might cry when my sister buys a car, but like, who gonna who gonna stop me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? You know, it, it's it's I'm I'm not. Yeah, the, the tears don't flow the same, but like you know, talking to, um, you know, lady I was hanging with, but also just people in general. Like, not everybody had that luxury. No, not everybody had that luxury coming up. So again, all the pieces matter. Every decision we make right now, again, right, affects whatever we do later on. Um, so for the parents listening and for those who want to become parents, like the shit you do when your child is six years old, eight years old, nine years old, that shit is going to come back to them at 26, 28, 29. Oh, yeah. You know? 100%. It all it all fucking counts, man. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know how we got 55 minutes in. Oh, shit. Already? Already, dog. Because we was like, yo, what are we going to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) We always figure something out. We always do, bro. I was like, dog, I don't know what. I've got nothing to talk about. (laughs) We made it shake, man. Let's, uh, you ready, man? You want to push forward when it gets started? Let's do it. Let's get it, man. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 101 of the hard camera T-H-C-C-I no confidential informants here and I'm your guy your guy Juve J-U-V just under your visual I'm sitting here with my tag team partner Big Ren the legendary and together we are the Dirty Dogs Big Ren let them know how they can reach you on the social medias my guy got it amigo you guys can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker a underscore M A A F H U C K A. Y'all can also find me on Snapchat at Moffed Up 316 M A A F F H H D U P 316. Check it out, y'all. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. You can find me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvie Desayuno. That's J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, whatnot, here to forth, and things of that nature. And of course, a little bit of etc. But above all else, you listen to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Anchor, some are listening on Google Podcasts, some are listening on Breaker, some are listening on Radio Public. Wherever you're listening, tell the people you love. They'll tell the people that they like. Heartwarming content, heart-building content. Content ain't got no confidential informants here. No CIs over here. Confident <laughs> content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. I can tell you like that, that we're the dirty dogs this week. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. <laughs> no doubt, man. Big Ram, we had the 2021 Royal Rumble, the AFC and NFC Championship, so to speak, if you will. 
Before we talk about the show itself, we got to break down how we did prediction wise. Big Ren. Yeah. <laughs> and no reason to be. No reason to be shook. Big Ren, you went three of five. The five matches predicted went three out of five, taking you to 71 out of 113 matches predicted, 62.83%. You got Juve, went three of five, taking me to 69 out of 113 matches predicted, uh, rained down on me, 61.06%. Um, so, Hold yeah, that man. holding that lead, man, holding, clutching, gripping tight. We've got uh, what we got? We got a takeover. We've got AW Revolution. We'll probably have another takeover, and we got WrestleMania. So we got about four shows left, man. So we uh, till it till it's decided. So it's all good. It's all good. I ain't even tripping, dog. I ain't even tripping, dog. That WrestleMania gonna be about four days long. That's 22, 20, 34 matches right there. Yeah, I mean, I ain't tripping. Man, they better like, dude. They're I mean, since they're doing the two nights of WrestleMania, like, where are they gonna do a takeover? Like, they ought to do <laughs> Friday. <they> <laughs> Yeah, fuck all that. that. Well, what are they? Gonna, I mean, the, are they doing the Hall of Fame this year? Uh, ooh, I don't know. Might be too soon to tell. You know. Well, fuck. No. I mean, I, honestly, I feel like they would already have like people announced. Yeah. True. 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 Do they? I'm not sure how soon they announce it. Yeah, I don't know. Too soon to tell. I know they want to have fans at Mania. Um, it's gonna be the same stadium that the that the Superb Owl is gonna be at. See how that goes. That'll yeah. Probably real- yeah, and I know they're trying to do it bigger and better than them because that's just who we're dealing with. Um, but yeah, man. But yo, we had the the, the Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumbler. Overall, before we break it down, man. Overall, how'd you like the show, man? It's tight. Yeah, it's tight. Yeah, I uh, I mean, like one like one of the winner, like one of them, I was kind of like, yeah, but uh-huh. everything else was was good. Two thumbs up over here, man. Yeah. Two thumbs I mean, yeah, up over here. Two thumbs up too for sure. Yeah, man. It was it was a good show. I'm the same way. I think I know I think we're on the same page. Um but yeah, man, two thumbs up over here. I talked about uh <laughs> I talked about watching it with a non fan and a, a, a female non fan. <laughs> Listen. I'm glad I'm glad I'm kinda cool. Uh, at least to her, man. Um, and again, it picked up, right? But the part that, like, you know, got me, it, it, uh, I think overall, right? I wish, I wish I could take this experience because the same woman that I watched the Rumble with is who I went to a live SmackDown with. Yeah. And now watching it live in the arena is a little different than watching the show, but still, right? It was, uh, I want to get that experience, if I do this again, I want to get that experience with an AEW show. Oh, yeah. To balance it out. There's a certain hamminess. <laughs> There's a certain hamminess with a WWE show that luckily they corrected as the night went on. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a certain moment when uh, the New Day got together. Now, as a fan of the New Day and a fan of the product, I get it, right? Oh, yeah. But sitting next to this woman, she's like, she's got this, like, what am I watching feeling (laughs) that she's exuding this energy coming from her body, right? (laughs) Um, But I got to say, they structured the show well. Really well-structured show. Um, 
So yeah, man, let's get right to it. So we actually, uh, they actually put the women's tag team title match on the kickoff show. Which I'm kind of surprised about. Yeah, I didn't get to see that. Did you get to see it? I did not. Didn't get to see it, but we've had new uh, new women's tag team champions, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, which we both predicted properly. Apparently, uh, <laughs> Ric Flair gave Lacey Evans uh, the the good old brass knucks, the 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 loaded the loaded knucks, the loaded loaded punch, and yeah, uh, man, yeah, man. <laughs> got got a. Uh, Got Charlotte out of there. We've got new women's tag team champions. At but, least uh, they're like continuing the feud, kinda, and it wasn't like, uh, like like how I predicted, like a beef between Oscar and Charlotte. Yeah. So. Yeah. I wish I could have saw the Raw Women's Champion on the main card, but uh, you know, I guess it was you know we got to see the SmackDown Women's Champion on the main card. I guess I wanted to give those three women uh, enough chance to regroup. But I still think they could have, you know, whatever. Hey, it is what it is. I didn't think of that, yeah. Yeah. But uh, we started off the night with the WWE Championship. I know I was definitely a little skeptical during the uh, during the show. And there was some news that came afterward that made me like, uh, maybe Goldberg takes it. Um, but Drew McIntyre defeats Goldberg. Uh, what did you think of the match, man? It did what? It's supposed to fucking happen, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, like I mean, like come on, dude. Like I seen, dude. I seen today videos of Goldberg trying to hit Jack Cameron back in the WCW back in the day, and like when the motherfucker dude almost fell over the top of the ropes. I actually seen that today too. Yeah, where <laughs> today was on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His Jack Hammer on Drew McIntyre wasn't the greatest. No, do they do they haven't been forever? Yeah, he didn't. At least, at least he didn't take her him. Yeah, at least he didn't take her him. But yeah, um, you know what? Non-offensive. They kept it short. One too long. It was it was hard hitting. Um, yeah, hard hitting battle. Couple couple claymores. A spear, I, I jackhammer. Know, I don't even know if Goldberg even knows how to throw a punch. Because I mean, all he has is the jackhammer and spear, and that's yeah, it. yeah. Maybe the boot. <laughs> Ask Bret Hart. Um, you know, ex- accentuate your positives, hide the negatives, right? Keep it high impact. Um, we knew this was going to be physical in a fight. Goldberg ain't, ain't 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 about to be out there doing twelve, fifteen minute matches. Um, so you know, we well, kept. Understand you can go for like ten more matches though. Hey, hey, I um. Well, you know, as we saw, Sheamus turned on Drew McIntyre the next night on Raw. So we know where, you know, the Drew McIntyre story is going, at least immediately. Now, I laid out a couple scenarios uh, last week when we talked about Goldberg's path. On one hand, because we saw the news, John Cena's book is going to be dropping soon, right around Mania weekend. You have to think they're going to find a way for John Cena to get involved. At first, I proposed... John Cena versus Goldberg for the title. They could also do that match not for the title. Shit. Hollywood ain't gonna let John Cena get in the fucking ring with Goldberg. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So there's that. But also, I also propose that maybe we see Goldberg 
versus AJ Styles. I'd be fine with that. AJ's not like too big of a dude, so he might be able to jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> he can take the jackhammer. He might be able to take the jackhammer. <laughs> That's a big pause. Super pause right there. I didn't even think. <laughs> Rain down on me. Um, holy shit. Um, what do you think about that match? Like, I want to, I want to see it now that we've, I've talked about it multiple times. Like, I kind of want to see it, and I don't see another high profile enough match for Goldberg. Like, Randy Orton and Goldberg sounds kind of intriguing, but that might, that Fiend feud might take him up to WrestleMania. Mabes. Well, can I, you think they stretch that for another three months? Fuck, dude, I don't know. I don't see, I don't see Goldberg getting RKO'd though, because he ain't gonna be able to. Motherfucker's too stiff, dude. To to sell it, to take it right. Like, yeah, that shit'll really break his neck. He'll take it with his knees and make it look ugly. Big time ugly. Big time ugly. I kind of, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I mean, Orton, he's been doing great work. He's he's still the legend killer. I'm intrigued by that now, huh? And I mean, I I don't know. Good. It seems like I mean, like, well, they brought back Triple H. Yeah, they're gonna that little unsanctioned fight. What happened with that? They got it interrupted. Yeah, well, that Fucking was only, and that was only because Drew McIntyre caught COVID. Yeah, so they had to like audible as quick as possible. You know what I mean? Um, and then they did the same thing with Edge this past week. Edge and Orton. Yeah. 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 I mean, looks like they finished that feud off. Yeah, like that. Like, but like it, it, it didn't end. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Orton and I mean, Goldberg. Obviously, obviously, Edge getting hurt. What, like nine, ten months ago? Yeah, that obviously wasn't in the fucking plans. Sure. So. Right, right. Big, big time audible. Um, yeah, I don't know. Orton and Goldberg intrigues me, but I think I'd rather see Goldberg AJ Styles. Yeah, me too. Hundred percent. I think that would that. Yeah. If I had Nick. I feel like AJ, yeah. I think, I mean, of course, the the entire industry respects AJ. They saw what he did with Taker. And I think you could conceivably do like a 12, 15-minute match with an AJ Styles-Goldberg contrast versus a hard-hitting Drew McIntyre-Goldberg contrast. You know what I mean? And for some reason, this is probably going to sound weird, but uh, AJ, that dude that's with AJ, his name's like, uh, what, Oso? Mm-hmm. Nah, that's uh, that's homie from Snowfall. Um, <laughs> almost O M O S. I mean, no, is it right? Yeah, it's right there though. It's right there. They called him like three different names, like Omus, Almost, yeah. but yeah, oh, oh, yeah. I could see like Goldberg like seeing him like, fuck you, like thinking like thinking you're a big old tough dude, and AJ right. be like, nah, I got this, I got this old man. <laughs> right, 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 right. True enough. Well, True enough. I'm not mad at that. I, I kind of want to see it. <laughs> I kind of want to see it. Um, Pushing forward, man, we had a SmackDown Women's Championship. Sasha Banks defeated Carmella um, to uh, look like to you know to, to put that thing to bed. That's two straight victories from Sasha. What did you think of that match? It's actually pretty good. I thought yeah. it wasn't bad. I mean, I thought it was going to be – I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. I feel you. I feel you. Um, Sasha Banks is Sasha Banks, right? She's gonna. She's gonna. I would say, arguably, the best women's wrestler on the on the roster, pound for pound. Um, 
Some would argue Charlotte. I wouldn't be mad, but I'm I'm going with Sasha. Um, rust off. Say it again. I was gonna knock some of that fucking ring rust off. I hear you. She still got some on there. A little rust. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Couch sitting at home talking shit on the TV. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. I feel you. I feel you. Um, but yeah, salute to Carmella. I mean, that's two straight matches with Sasha where, like, yeah, Sasha is Sasha, but it wasn't like a complete carry job. No. Like, Carmella was pretty good. I mean, Carmella she, is she doing was, her thing. Yeah. I, I don't think people give her enough credit. They don't. They don't. Very quietly, too. Like, I remember when she was, you know, uh, the, the Princess of Staten Island. And she was finding different ways to lock in that code of silence. She locked it in beautifully on on the rumble, you know, just transitioning how she did into the code of silence. I like that. I like that submission move. Um, it's devastating and like sexy for her character. It's all legs, but it's devastating. That's a per- that's a great that's a great finisher, and she can do it to anybody as long as she can get them on the ground. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a great finisher. Um, where do we go? Well. We'll wait. We'll wait. As far as the women's championship goes, we'll wait. What do you see next for Carmella? Because that's two straight losses. She's got a thing going with Reginald. Um, she's, you know, this is the, the the fourth rehash of the extra sexy, elegant blonde gimmick that WWE has tried with Emma and Lana uh, and one of them, and Liv Morgan. And I think they might have. Hmm. Let's go with her and Bailey. Yeah, her and Bailey. Hmm. Who's the babyface? Or do we need it? Carmella's a babyface. Hmm. Yeah. Even though she, she, got, her, she got beat twice. Yeah. She beat up. So even though she's got a. Uh, even though she's got a uh, Reginald by her side. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Fuck hmm. yeah. I'm yeah. With it. I feel it. I feel it. Who else? Excuse me. Who else is on SmackDown? Women wise. I mean, maybe she could run through. No, Natalia's kind of a heel. I think Natalia's on Raw. Ooh, I just got an idea, but go ahead. But she'd have to lose this feud. Maybe we get Rhea Ripley on SmackDown. I'm thinking we're going to. I feel like she's more of a raw product myself, but maybe we need somebody for Carmella. But, like, you could also say the same thing about Roman Reigns. Oh, he's SmackDown all the way. Yeah, but, like, nah, dude, like, I mean, nah. Nah? If he didn't have this character, I I think he would be on... Raw, 100%. Really, I think we've transitioned to where SmackDown is the A show now, and Roman Reigns is definitely the guy. So they want like the Fox, you know, Fox, right? Rhea Ripley to me, I don't know. I love the contrast of Rhea Ripley versus Carmella, right? Complete opposites, right? I just feel like who else is okay? So we got on Raw. There's Oscar, Charlotte, Naomi. Looks like. Um, which totally fucks up where I well, what I would love her to do. But anyway, maybe maybe after Mania. Um, who else is over there? Lana, Nia Alexa. Jack, Alexa Bliss, huh? Shayna, Shayna Baszler. That that'd be a fight. Oh, that'd yeah. be a hell of a fight. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Who's on SmackDown? Bailey, Sasha, uh, Bianca Belair. Carmella. Maybe sheer lack of depth means she goes to SmackDown. That's what I'm honestly thinking. Because I was going to ask you before you started naming off who's on who. 
But yeah, that's why I think she's going to go on SmackDown. And I mean, I think it's, yeah, fuck yeah, put her on SmackDown 100%. Yeah, yeah. depth-wise. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. A little, you know what? Yeah, because again, SmackDown's a yay show. So as far as just depth of characters too, right? We got Sasha, who's the boss. Bianca. Sasha's the boss and Black Girl Magic. Bianca is the EST and Black Girl Magic. We've got Lana. No, not Lana. Um, sorry. Bailey, who's the arrogant role model. Um, who else did I mention? Top three. Carmella, right? Elegant, sexy, blonde. And then Rhea Ripley, who is none of those things. The punk rock chick, right? The metal chick. So, for sheer contrast of characters, yeah. Throw her on SmackDown. Why not? Why not? I'm not mad. Um... Pushing forward, man. So we had, we'll go in the order that it happened. The, you know what? No, because I want to contrast it to. We'll go to the last man standing match. Roman Reigns. Brutal. 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 Roman Reigns defeating Kevin Owens. What a match, man. They went in. (laughs) Those two got chemistry, man. They put the pedal to the metal. Mm hmm. They should have reinforced that fucking windshield a little bit. Bruh, listen, talk to me about that spot. Because I've seen people online hating on it. Now, I was watching, again, I was watching with with, with Lady Friend. And when, you know, at the beginning of the show, I was like, hey, now WWE is just kind of a more kid-friendly, overproduced product. We were watching this match. And she was like, I thought you said this was (laughs) kid-friendly. Well, I was like, well, <laughs> well, right. So, what a great match. Talk to me about that that golf cart spot. I've seen people hating on it online. What do you? Because, of course, the AEW comparison, right? Give me your thoughts on that first. I mean, dude, anybody, anybody's already done any, everything already once. Right. So, I mean, haters going to hate, you know. Haters going to hate. But I mean, dude, that they they put some horses under up underneath that golf cart. A little bit of extra horses, it seems like. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna say, I'll say that they did it differently, right? Yes, yeah. a golf cart, right? But they did it differently enough. I can't be mad at all. No, I wouldn't. It was the when they did it with Sammy Guevara both times. It was the comedy aspect. Yeah. When Roman Reigns ran over Kevin Owens with a golf cart, trying to kill him, it was for violence, right? Now I'll be honest, I busted out laughing <laughs> because the comedy aspect of the AEW spot, like you see the golf cart coming the entire time, but the this complete was- surprise of Roman Reigns. <laughs> Running down a grown man with a golf cart. Like, like Kevin Owens about to cross the street. He just didn't even look. Bruh. Yes. <laughs> yes. And he went through the windshield. The windshield came out. <laughs> I, out loud, I laughed for multiple seconds. Because, no, didn't expect it. It just no. came in. It was great. Like. That's why it was so different than the AEW one because, like, we seen them all hop in the cart 
and yes. chase Sammy down. Like, Sammy was running away from them on AEW. Yes. <laughs> yes. And even in the stadium stampede, we saw the, the book into that, like, rather yeah. similar. Um, but, no, this was great. This was great. The only difference is they use a golf cart. Or, sorry, the only similarity is they use a golf cart. But they did it completely differently. Like, it was great. So you could say, yeah, maybe they took the idea from AEW. So what? They made it theirs. They made it theirs. That was That was great. <laughs> that was great. I have to commend, I have to commend wrestlers on their sense of distance and and timing because two specific spots. One, when they climbed to the top of the Thunderdome and Roman Reigns threw Kevin Owens off and landed on the two tables, like That was pretty far. Pretty fucking far. Yeah. And that's easier to mess up than it is to get it right. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm saying? Gonna, there's no like you don't want to do that again. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And then during near the practice ring, after he got smacked with a golf cart, he climbed the top of the forklift <laughs> and Kevin Owens hit a full swan time bomb. And he he committed. He fully committed. Through those two tables, like no hesitation. no hesitation, fully committed. It was yeah, great match. And and I'm not saying this is just take away take anything away from it, but like I know where you, you go. They re- yeah, they rehearsed everything on Saturday. I didn't know that. I know they rehearsed the actual rumbles. I didn't know they rehearsed the matches, the other matches. Well, I'm pretty sure. I mean, they said it was like a six hour deal. Okay. Yeah. I assume. I'm just assuming they did. Either hey, way, though. Fuck, I'm with it. It was awesome. I'm with it. They yeah. didn't. They didn't rehearse I mean, them. Honestly, uh. honestly, if they can get away with doing that stuff right now, it's like it's like rehearsing to make it safer for everybody to give, give us it a to fucking us. awesome show. Give it to us. Go for it. Yeah, I would imagine they didn't rehearse falling as high as they did. I would hope not. I hope they don't yeah. have to do that once. But yeah, I feel you. I was gonna say they didn't rehearse that handcuff spot. Fuck, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't rehearse that part. Um, uh, another part why I laughed out loud was when Roman Reigns grabbed the referee <laughs> and pulled him in that steel beam. I was like, oh, shit. Damn, Ren about to... Because you picked Kevin Owens. I'm like, oh, damn, Ren about to get this one too? Fuck. And then at nine, he zoop, pulled him in that steel beam. I laughed out loud. He's running the show. The head of the table. The head tribal the chief. Table. I laughed out loud, but this is a lesson to you. Grab the bolt cutters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just grab oh, the yeah. bolt cutters. Because um, the ref was like, damn, damn. Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop counting real quick. Um, but kudos to Roman Reigns for like literally, he had to squat, but he was on his feet technically. So he, you know, he didn't think of that until later, but. Yeah, you know. So fucking another great match that Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens have had. Yeah. Yes. Every time they fucking fight, it's something crazy. Boys got chemistry. Boys got chemistry, man. Um, This has been a great feud for Kevin Owens, man. The Isle of Relevancy. Relevancy. Um, This reestablished that Kevin Owens is not. He ain't rolling, man. He ain't rolling. Um, What'd you think of the finish? After all that, what'd you think of the finish? It's definitely not what I wanted. No, <laughs> tell me about it. 
I mean, like, it was it was good. It was good. I mean, mm-hmm. but I want him to fucking lose. Oh, uh, so Roman Reigns right. lose. Yeah. yeah. How'd you, or and specifically, how'd you think of, like, how they got to the finish with the, with the, the choke out? After all, every, everything they went through, the guillotine is what got it done. I mean, it seems like he's done that before. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's I think it's actually good just because it's another little another little weapon in his arsenal. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. It's nothing that we would expect him to do. Yeah, he's getting it over. Yeah, exactly. He, he choked out his cousin. Yeah, <laughs> after he cried. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. I like the finish, too. Like, it showed, it it was simple in the sense that, like, we saw these men go through tables. We saw handcuffs. We saw all of that. But it was different in the sense of the other, you know, those spots that we saw, those were all effects of, like, pain. So if you were going to stay down, it was because of pain. Like, now, of course, he didn't kill Kevin Owens, but it was as close to literally killing him as possible. He couldn't yeah. breathe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You had to literally choke the air out of Kevin Owens to stop him. Didn't they got any more in him? I don't see where else they can go. And I, 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 think, I think it'd be a little overkill because, I mean, where else can they go? Yeah. Technically, Roman Reigns didn't. Che- Technically, he didn't cheat. I mean, kind of, but like not really. But when it came to the finish, the stipulation, right? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Anything yeah. goes, right? Yeah. So I mean, technically, it was a, it was technically it was a clean victory. Um, choked him out. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know where we go next. Because we'll s- <laughs> shit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> New Jack is a special guest referee. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <You> know. <laughs> oh man. I um I don't know cuz we've got Elimination Chamber and Fastlane coming up before Mania. So I mean that's two pay-per-views right there. Um and actually I think we left that out in the count. So we got yeah, Elimination Chamber, Fastlane, two takeovers, AW Revolution and Mania. That's just as far as me and you and our numbers go. But uh but yeah, so we've got yeah, Elimination Chamber and Fastlane coming up. There's still stories to be told, you know? Yeah. There's still stories to be told. Um, mm, I don't know. Wow. Who, uh, what other high-level heels are there on SmackDown for Kevin Owens to uh, to face and rebound from? Seth Rollins, but he took him <clears> back. And we saw that at, around, this, around this time last year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, only, that's the only drawback. Is that Roman Reigns is such a great heel. There aren't a lot of other high level heels left. Seth Rollins, like we just mentioned, but we we've seen that already. Jay Uso by proxy. Um Wow. Yeah, Braun Strowman. I don't know if he's a heel or he's a on face. well, he's on Raw. Is he? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because he was gonna face Drew McIntyre at TLC. Oh shit. Before yep, he got yep, injured. Yep, yep. Um unless they just like, oh fuck it. Throw him on <laughs> throw him on SmackDown. Um. Hmm. I'm drawing a blank. I don't know what high level heels are on Raw. I'm sure someone's listening right now, screaming at us, giving us someone that they love. Um. Cesaro. I wouldn't call him a 
He well, you know, he's still a heel. I guess him and Shinsuke broke it up. Um, he's been on a fucking tear lately. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw the news blurb that I guess his contract is supposed to end soon after Mania. I wouldn't mind seeing him and Kevin Owens go at it until Mania. That'd be tight. That'd yeah. be tight. You think Cesaro sticks around? Say it again. I always thought they should have gave. I always thought they should have gave Cesaro a little bit better of a push. Dude, Cesaro has been the man for a while now. Yeah. It's almost like he's cursed by greatness, right? The way that like Mister Perfect was, like Mister Perfect was so good that he was Dolph Ziggler, right? Guys yeah. who were so good that they were like too good for their own good. Um. Yeah, man, Cesaro's doing his thing, man. You think Cesaro sticks around after after the contract ends? I bet he. Well, I mean, it honestly depends on how much they're gonna give him. But right. I I mean I can see him staying around. Yeah. Yeah. Selfishly, I wouldn't mind seeing him in a uh, in an AEW ring. I wouldn't mind either. Listen, I wouldn't mind seeing him in an NXT ring. Yeah. Bring bring Finn back up. I was gonna ask that too, because I, I figured we would talk about NXT. Do you think we'll see? Since it's already brought up, you think we'll see Finn back in in a in a, in a Raw or SmackDown ring? I honestly thought that we were gonna see him at the Rumble. Work. I mean, like he wouldn't, he wasn't gonna win, but like still, right. I mean, oh, like in the Rumble. Yeah, in the Rumble. Yeah, okay. yeah. Hmm. True. True. Like maybe have like. Him and fucking, they could have set it up. Even they could have set up the fucking the next takeover at the Rumble. Have Finn and fucking uh, Pete Dunn and that motherfucker. I hear you. Pete Dunn made some. I hear you. I hear you. Boom, give me a little shot. No doubt, no doubt. And we're definitely gonna touch on NXT uh, here in a second, and then even more so next week. But here in a second too. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I wonder what more they can do with Cesaro. Maybe, I mean, we already got Babyface Shinsuke Nakamura. Ooh. We got to get Roman Reigns and Shinsuke Nakamura before Mania. I think so. We have to. Wow. How did I? Yeah. That's not a Mania match because Shinsuke just kind of fell off for a while. It's but a fast lane match. Yeah. That's a fast lane match out the ass. Wow. Chinga. Chinga. Chinga, way. Huh. I wouldn't mind seeing Roman Reigns and Otis on SmackDown. That would just be fun. That would just be really <laughs> fun. Why are you trying to kill my man? Listen, I've been, I'm not mad at Otis. Not like I used to be. I'm not mad at Otis. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Roman Reigns and Chad Gable on SmackDown. Yeah. Leading up to what I think will still be the Mania match. So we'll talk about that in a bit, too. Um, Yeah, man. Ooh, Chinga. So let's go with. Uh, let me ask you this first before we go into it. Uh, which which rumble was better, the men's rumble or the women's rumble? I think the women's was. Me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> now and because again, and we'll talk about the men's rumble. Just the rumble overall, and you know it's hard to say the rumble. I was gonna say the rumble overall or because of the winner, but you kind of have to put those two things together. So we just, just overall it's a better better rumble. I think it was, yeah. Yeah. I, I think too. it was honestly a bit more believable. I hear you. I hear you. 
Yeah. Let's go into the women's rumble. Um, you you got it right, man. And I should have stuck with my original my original thought, my original feeling. The EST of the WWE, Bianca Belair, starting from number three, mm-hmm. taking it through. I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm talking to a girl. I'm like, listen, I, and I'll be I'll, listen. So dead ass. I said on the show, Ren picked her. I picked somebody else. And I regret it. <laughs> During the show, I'm like, yo, why did I go with Rhea Ripley? <laughs> Bianca Belair is taking this all the way. She's the So I started explaining to her, she's the EST of WWE. The smartest, the fastest, the strongest, the best, right? And I'm sitting there sad, like, damn, man, I picked Rhea Ripley. <laughs> like, it makes sense. She would win. From number three, it just made sense, right? Um, yeah, man, Bianca Belair. The only drawback I have with the women's rumble is that, like, they have I guess it's kind of a drawback with the men's rumble, too, but <clears throat> they don't have enough current women on their roster for fully believable winners. Yeah, like, I know we're gonna see Tori Wilson every year. Like, what was what was Santana Garrett doing there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What was where was Candice LeRae if you're gonna have an NXT superstar? Um, where's Molly Holly? I like Molly Holly. We knew Lita wasn't gonna be there, right? So I mean, you know, yeah, we knew that, right? Which means Trish wasn't gonna be there. You know, that's our homegirl. So we saw, you know, yeah, we saw the, you know, the um, we saw the returns, you know, the legends, the surprises, and whatnot. But yeah, talk to me, man. Talking about the match. What were some of your highlights? What are some of the things you liked or didn't like or loved and didn't love? I didn't like number 30. <laughs> I thought that was wasted. Who was number 30 again? Natalia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know. Um, <laughs> I thought Alexa Bliss got thrown out a bit too fast. Really? Yeah. And, like, especially, too, like, because she's got multiple characters. So I mean, they could have fucking pulled a man, I mean, a fucking McFoley shit with her. I, I guess see. we haven't really established any of her other characters besides like outfits right and she's a little different than Mick Foley like Mankind was different than Dude Love was different than Cactus Jack whereas Alexa it's like Alexa and then Playhouse Alexa like there's I feel you and not to cut you off I'm gonna go back to it I really like now I I kind of agree because Devin picked Alexa Bliss which I thought was a great pick yeah I, so on one hand, I agree that maybe it seemed a little anticlimactic, but it was kind of fucking smart, right? They they were gonna sit there, they were gonna sit there, and let Alexa wild out, and Bianca Belair was like, "Ha, ah, you bugging? No, why you gonna sit here? It's like yo, it's like when you watch a horror movie." And the stereotype, uh, and the stereotype of like the black people yelling at the movie. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bianca Belair was in the crowd, like, "Yo, y'all just gonna let her do that shit?" And was like, "Nope, get her the fuck out of here." <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. It. Uh, I, I honestly didn't have like too much to gripe about it. Yeah. Like, I thought the ending was perfect. It was. That was great. Like, both of them on the outside of the ropes, like, hanging on, and Rhea's like, oh, 
Let's calm down. Right, 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 right. Back in the, that to me was to me that was like, eh, man, like why I gotta calm down? I'm trying yeah. to win the Royal Rumble. Like, what are you talking about? But yeah, like, they like they both know each other. You yeah. know, like they both know what each other can do. So it's like, let's see what we can do. Let's give let's give them a show. True, true. That was a takeover, uh, takeover women's title match last year. Yeah, yeah, right before Mania. Yeah, I um, you know who I really really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Billy Kay. <laughs> Billy Kay is killing it. The fucking dude, her and Peyton are just goofy. Dude, I listen. Billy, good. yeah, Billy Kay killed it. She came, she came down, sat at the announce table, which is classic heel stuff. Just a classic heel, right? This is what they do, and then try to get be friends with everybody. And then she finally got Jillian Hall to be her friend. And then when it came down, like Peyton came down. So she couldn't do the iconic pose because the Riot Squad was right there. Is it the Riot Squad or Jillian was right there and she didn't want to offend them. So she's caught in between this. Ah, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And it all just comes crashing down. That was a fun little mini thread. I really like that. Billy Kay did her thing, man. Yeah, no, it was... I think everybody did a pretty good fucking job. Yeah. For real. There's no I, slouching. Character-wise, it it made sense to an extent for Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler to turn on each other. Story-wise, within the Rumble, not so much. Because if you're a dominant tag team, get everybody out of there and then see what's up, right? It's, they always do that shit, too. It's like, why put yeah. tag team in there if you're going to make them go against each other? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we see Lana made her return. Speaking of Nia Jax, uh, uh, got a little revenge on Nia. <laughs> um, we saw Naomi, of course, made her return. Um, coming out number two to start off with Bailey. I'm really mad that they like messed up Bailey's elimination. We didn't get to see that. Like that's an important elimination that we had to wait and see on the double feature screen. That's um, how they did the last edges shit with his fucking fucking first spear he throws out there. They had, to, they had to re-edit it for the, the yeah. yeah, yeah, crazy. They had to re-edit it. Um, yeah, man, Naomi is back. Now, we talked last week, and we mentioned it before, you know, on Raw, maybe she could join the Hurt Business. I think that'd be fire, but they looked they look like they got a little turmoil going on. Or on SmackDown, join her up with Roman Reigns and the family. I think that's a great idea. That's what they should do. Yeah, but in the meantime, she's teaming up with Lana. For a crack at the tag team championships. Oh. I don't know. Nah, I hate that shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I think that's another and maybe that's too much black girl magic for SmackDown. But um I mean, yeah, put her on SmackDown, man. Let her join up with the table. Um her and Bianca Belair had their little quick little unity moment. They had the uh, the annual Black Athleticism Rumble spot where uh, <laughs> Naomi used Bianca Belair's hair to save her. Um, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, which I mean, listen, if anybody's gonna use Bianca Belair's hair, let Naomi do it. <laughs> I listen. I'd be a little. Else. I'd be a little tight. If it was Lana, if it was Charlotte, I'd be super tight if it was Lacey Evans. Yeah, so it makes sense. 
I'm not mad. <laughs> not mad at all. Um, so, who do you think Bianca Belair challenges for? Or who, who, whose title do you, she, do you think she goes after? I hope it's I mean, yeah, I hope it's Sasha. I damn sure hope it's Sasha. I mean, because, yeah, like, that's the, like, fuck, dude. Asuka's good, but I don't think she's as good as Sasha. So I could totally see Bianca beating Asuka. I could totally see Bianca beating Sasha, too. Mm. It'll be more of a fight. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's tough, man. Because it'd be babyface, babyface either way. So that dynamic is one thing. Um, I've said black girl magic like six times, but that'd be like an, the ultimate black girl magic match at Mania. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. But it would be... I mean, you know, these, these mat- matches are driven by character. Yeah. And so character-wise... There's the unity aspect, that it, but they'd be able to put that shit to the side in the spirit of competition. And so the respect will still be there regardless. Um, character-wise, I think that's a better match than Asuka versus Bianca Belair. And Asuka's character hasn't really been served the greatest since she's been champion, as we talked about last year. No, I mean, she hasn't even, like, she actually, I mean, she's fought more than anybody this year. Mm-hmm. But what's it meant? Right, you know what I mean? right. I mean, I, yeah, she's still the champion, but like, yeah, you know. And I, I'll give this to the WWE machine they they have the ability to reheat somebody out of nowhere. Oh like, yeah, look at Shinsuke, look at Cesaro, right? They can get the reheat out of nowhere. And so Asuka has the history and the pedigree that we know she has. Come Mania season, she's gonna have to defend the title regardless. So. Maybe she gets that quick reheat. Um, Rhea Ripley being the last, or sorry, the uh, the the runner up. Do you think they go that route? She's a runner up. Rhea Ripley versus Oscar. I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, I, I like that better than uh, Bianca versus Oscar. I feel it. You know, I feel that because they're. I mean, like Rhea's a heel. Yeah. No. Well, she she's a baby face, but she's she's a baby face that kind of leans more. She's just punk rock. Yeah, she's just mad punk rock. She's got gauges and tattoos and a short haircut. You know what I'm saying? But I'd say she's a baby face, technically, if I had to choose. So we're gonna get baby face versus baby face. And then babyface versus babyface. Shit, unless Charlotte makes Asuka tap out at fucking Fastlane. <laughs> Dude, Hello? fuck. Right. Hey, look at us, right? Listen, Rhea yeah. lost the belt to Charlotte last year. Yeah. Maybe we get that comeuppance, that that that, that revenge, that receipt. Fucking Asuka loses that shit at, like, Elimination Chamber. The Chamber. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be at the Chamber versus a yeah. one-on-one match with Charlotte. Have to be at the Chamber. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Or, how would that work? They'd have to put that together somehow. Charlotte winning at the Chamber. But then we still got to determine the number one contender for the Raw Championship. She still got to fucking deal with Lacey Evans too, though. Very true. Oh, boom. Got it. 
Elimination Chamber match, right? For the Raw Championship. Charlotte wins, maybe last defeating Rhea Ripley. And then at Fastlane, we get Charlotte and Lacey Evans for the title. And then we get Asuka and Rhea Ripley for the number one contendership at Mania. I'm cool with that. And we find a way. So Asuka puts over Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley goes back to the site where she lost her NXT championship, where she lost her way. Finally gets that win back over Charlotte. That's what they should do. I'm rolling. Check. Cut the check. Vince. (laughs) I know you see the RSS feed, homie. <laughs> That's a lot of women's matches on Fast Lane, but you never know, though. You don't. That's true. No. Mm-hmm. I really hope Bianca goes with Sasha. Like, I don't see how. You see the rumor mill, and again, I don't pay too much attention to the rumor mill. A lot of that shit could just be put out there just to just throw off the scent of the internet. But the idea that you know Bianca's destination isn't quite decided yet for Mania. I'm not rolling. Bianca and Sasha, that's money. That's money. Your cousins aren't going to like it. So? Fuck them. Fuck (laughs) them. Rain down on me. Um, (laughs) Which takes us to the Men's Royal Rumble. The winner coming from number one, Edge. He's our third winner from number one. The fifth person to win who started the Rumble being Shawn Michaels, Chris Benoit, Rey Mysterio, Vince McMahon, and now Edge. Um, We both picked Daniel Bryan, as did Devin. I see the disappointment in your face. Talk to me about it, man. This is a safe space. Let us know how you feel. Man... Fuck all that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude, like, I get it. You know, I get it. Like, edge is edge, you know. But, dude, no, that's, it's a bunch of shit. Like, the only way he could have ever went that long, if that was a regular-ass match that went an hour, fuck no. Even a match that went 30 minutes, fuck no. 20 minutes tops, maybe. (laughs) You know, and I'm not trying to take anything away from the dude. But, like, he just fucking came back. Like, yeah. come on, man. It's... Mm. We saw... And I saw, too, there was, there was a stat line. He only eliminated three people. See? He didn't even do nothing. <laughs> and it was... And he, they were all at the end. Braun Strowman, yeah. with help from Christian and Seth Rollins. Uh, he eliminated Seth Rollins, and then he eliminated Randy Orton. I will say this... I like the little swerve. Because yeah. when Randy Orton first left, I was totally like, oh, he's coming back. Yeah. But you create all these stories within the span of an hour. I forgot all about Randy Orton. Yeah, me too. Which was great. And then he hit the RKO. And I'm like, damn, man. Oh, man. Because they, they threatened. Like, Orton, he's one. He's the only one. who's He's won two Rumbles. If he won the third one, he would tie Steve Austin, right? So they put that threat out there. So I'm like, ah, oh, damn, word. And then Edge. Now, if you think about it too hard, like I am, he shouldn't have been able to. He shouldn't have been able to reverse that after he just took an RKO. Fuck no. He should have, you know, selling. But whatever. 
Yeah. Edge reversed it, tossed Orton over the top, uh, and, Ed, and Edge is the winner. Um, they got the wrong guy. One hundred percent. They got the wrong guy. Um, I like Edge. I really like Edge. Yeah. My cousin, who loves Edge. I want to know what he thought about this shit. They got the wrong guy. Yeah. Yeah. He picked, he picked Daniel Bryan, too? Um. Actually, I mean. Like. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he didn't, which. <laughs> I'm going to throw him out there. I ain't going to say his name. Uh, He said a great pick to win would have been Baron Corbin. I've heard a couple people on Sunday saying that shit, and I gave them the laugh, laughing emoji. Big laugh emojis. <laughs> Big nigga what face. Um, We talked about Baron Corbin before. Deep six, end of days, he'll be over forever. He yeah. gets heat on the microphone. He gets heat because he's, he's a heel, so he, he gets heat. It doesn't matter if it's go-away heat or if it's <laughs> piped-in booze heat. He gets heat. And I could totally see him winning a Rumble one day. I could. One day. One day. Not one of our other motherfuckers or more deserving fucking people are talking about winding their schedule down. Yeah. And they can still give us a couple great matches. I will say this. Okay. Let's, let's, let's go here. Because Edge was on Raw. He was also on NXT. He got involved with Finn and Pete Dunne's mic, mic battle. Um, the prospect of Edge versus Finn Balor is mad intriguing. They said, I've never had that. Never had that, right? Um, and I don't want to go too far and say that Finn Balor is who I'm choosing for TakeOver. Not sure yet. But that's very intriguing. Well, I mean, like I was saying earlier, I mean, when are they going to have a takeover like like around Mania? Because they always have one, but they, they want to have it two nights. Very so throw true. Throw a couple fucking NXT matches on there. Throw the women's championship, the on United Mania States championship. Yeah, oh, on takeover, and, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Have them on. Have them at Mania. Yeah. Have their, yeah. Have their belts at Mania. True. Why not? I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that at all. So my question is, because we asked who Be- Bianca Belair is going for. Who, who Bianca Belair is going to challenge? Who is Edge going to challenge for the championship? If it better not be Roman Reigns, that's all I got to say. <laughs> Why do you say? Because fuck all that, dude. Roman Reigns, dude, fuck no. There's no way he could be Roman Reigns. No way. Sure. Is that the only reason? Hell yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> So basically, are you saying that if Edge, whoever Edge challenges that, he's going to win? No. Okay. okay. I don't think it'd be that good of a match. Oh, Edge and Roman Reigns. Yeah. Hmm. I think really? I think Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan would be the best match at WrestleMania. Hmm. Huh. I think I'm. I'm. You know, putting it on paper, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. And Roman Reigns and Edge both have rather similar undercurrents as far as stories go. Yeah. Daniel Bryan had to take four years off. He's winding down the career. 
Um, there's a little bit of history there with Jey Uso. Um, Roman Reigns could play it like, oh, you're looking, trying to get on the island of relevancy. One last time, one last hurrah. Edge was gone for nine years. He had the the the, the super hug with Christian. Um, you want to come over to my show after you got lucky? You only you you didn't you laid around for an hour and yeah. picked your spot and didn't do anything, and now you want to come over here to Island of Relevancy, where I'm at the top of my game. You want to come fuck with the Tribal Chief? So the stories are similar. The Battle of the Spears, which is a undercurrent that's not nearly as important. No. Um I think Edge is gonna challenge Roman Reigns. I think that they used Edge for the raid. <laughs> Listen, I would love to see Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. I really would. They got the wrong guy. They got the wrong guy. Edge, I think they use Edge for the ratings boost on NXT, frankly. I don't see them using an Edge return. The Edge story that they want to tell, I don't think they're going to put that on NXT. Um, It'd be tight. It'd be tight. Yeah. That'd be the best. I mean, that's the best outcome we could get. And I think Edge, part of Edge, wants to, like, because Finn Balor and Roman Reigns are two different competitors. So you're going to have two different matches. They're both going to be really physical. But the Roman Reigns match is going to be a little slower, a little more methodical. Finn, Finn can do it all. He can fly. He's a technical wrestler. He can brawl if he needs to. So you got more options there. I think he's going to challenge Roman Reigns. SmackDown is the A show. Well, I guess I, I guess I'll eat that shit sandwich. Well, it won't be a shit sandwich. A peanut butter and shit sandwich. Yeah. 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 Peanut butter shit sandwich. Um, but I'm intrigued by Roman Reigns and Edge. I am. I really wish it was Daniel Bryan. I think Daniel Bryan is much more of a pure baby face. I think the promos will be better. Yeah. Um, Edge hasn't been practicing. I mean, like, he, like, it, like, he just doesn't really have it on the mic like he used to, I don't think. I think he's got it on the mic, but like, how much can you lean on? How much can you say? How many times can you say nine years, nine years, nine years? Yeah, exactly. Right? And whereas Daniel Bryan, four years, came back, he lost his way and became the planet's champion, went about spreading his message the wrong way, figured out the error of his ways. Is coming back, wants to see the future of the company, sees that Roman Reigns is the future of the company, but wants to know that he can still hang with the best. Acknowledging that Roman Reigns is the best, once acknowledge he can still hang with the best and help be the fu- be be the face of that future, even though his career is winding down. And Roman Reigns can flip that. Oh, look at you being selfish for your one piece of glory. Same way as he came with Edge, but I just think yeah. there's a little more depth with Nail Bryan. You know what I mean? Oh, I fucking 100% agree. You know what I'm saying? But again, WrestleMania isn't for us. No. And Edge is more of a recognizable name. 
Um, mainstream wise, a little bit, but even you know the lapsed fan. You know, he was from the Attitude Era all the way up until the uh, Ruthless Aggression Era. That's all people care about. Yeah, and that's how they'll promote it. <laughs> um, what does Drew McIntyre do for Mania? It's it's slim over there. I have no maybe maybe Braun. Hmm. Maybe well, honestly, like, like I don't think Drew is as good as people think thinks he is. Honestly, mm, hey, you're not the only one, man. I've been seeing that. That's a that's a like, big opinion. His mic skills, I think, are fucking trash. Like he's got like no attitude. Mm. It's just fucking stale. I think. Mm, hot take. Hot, hot take. I'm not against it. I don't dis. I don't fully. I don't. I don't disagree. The thing is, too, like he feuded with Randy Orton. I think it was a little bungled. Randy Orton is doing great work, but it doesn't feel. It doesn't feel exciting. They did that for three months, right? Doesn't feel exciting. I think they could have squeezed more out of AJ Styles. The whole Miz cash-in, whatever that was. Sheamus, he's doing great fucking work too. But, eh, we don't believe that Sheamus can win. No. So they're going to fight. It's going to be a fight fight. But, like, so, Bobby Lashley, they did a quick Bobby Lashley feud. Listen, Bobby Lashley has been beating ass lately. Yeah, he almost killed Matt Riddle. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Right? So, fuck. Maybe we revisit that, right? We did the Bobby Lashley thing with MVP. Bobby Bobby left Lana ass, you know what I'm saying? Went back to being a D1 athlete. Got up with MVP, and when he got with MVP, he was vicious, but he wasn't quite there. But as the year progressed, the hurt business has been putting a hurt on dudes. Maybe he finds a way to lose the U.S. championship to Matt Riddle, and then brings the hurt business back together, gets his shit back right. Maybe we see Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre at Mania. I wouldn't be mad at that either. And Lashley wins the belt and propels the hurt business that much higher. As long as like we don't have like people coming back, like Edges just did, yeah, to get main event, I'm, yeah, I'm fine. With it. I'm fine with whoever. Really. Maybe maybe Lars Sullivan comes back. <laughs> Your guy, <laughs> my guy. Trying <laughs> to say today, he's like, yeah, I asked to leave because my my anxiety. I did not I see know. that. He said that shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Check the, check the site. Wow, I asked to leave because my anxiety, not the racist like, and sexist comments. Like he's kind of like low key apologizing for all that stuff. He's like, "Yeah, I did some stupid stuff." <laughs> and, you know, like, I'm pretty sure he's like, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna be done wrestling." <laughs> yeah, no shit, you're done wrestling. In rings, at least, I think Bang Bros is hiring. <laughs> Fuck, fuck out of here. That's cr- that's crazy. 
That's that's funny as hell. You sent me that link. I laughed and laughed and laughed. Holy shit, dude. Lars. Who names it Lars? Um, Yeah, man. We talked about Bobby Lashley just now. For some reason. Now, listen. Unless MVP, because MVP got bars. Unless MVP can talk this up. That definitely seems like night one mid-card of WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. There's no ex- no one on Raw brings any excitement for me like that. I mean, Braun's back, but he wasn't even on Raw. He sure wasn't, was he? Keith Lee, for sure. He's got the fucking vid. Hanging with me a yim. Yeah. Reckoning. Was- Ooh, sorry. Reckoning. Alistair Black, we haven't seen him since Zelina since got Since Zelina fired. got the can, yeah. I almost thought we would see him at, at the Rumble. Nope. I did too. Nope, that's dead. Wow. Damn. Zam. There's a lot of names leading into Mania. Like, shit, Seth Rollins is back. Mm-hmm. We, I, I called that last week. It's one of the final four. What does Seth Rollins do at Mania? We can't do the. Maybe, we can't. Maybe he tries to. Maybe he tries to bring Roman Reigns over to the his side, and Roman's like, "Get the fuck out of here." Let's talk about that first. I would love to see them interact. Yeah, they don't have to be in a feud. I would just love to see them interact because we talked about how they've evolved characters. The Shield, that's dead. Oh, yeah. Super dead. We got the Friday Night Messiah. We got the Tribal Chief. I would love to see them interact with each other on screen. That that gives me just just the excitement tingles. Pause. You know who I just thought of for Seth Rollins at Mania? They had a really good match at Survivor Series. Not this year. I think it was last year, 2019. It might have been 2018. I think it was 2018. It might have been. Ooh, ooh, shit. No, I wasn't thinking that at all. Dan, that would be fire. Wow. I was thinking Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay, yeah, that too, though. But I think think mine would be even better. Eee, I like that a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Because if Edge goes with Roman Reigns, we got to give Daniel Bryan a high-profile match. Yeah. Those promos will be great. Give him time. The match will be fucking great. Wow, I like that a lot. A lot, a lot. That's a good one. Cut the check. Damn, so what does Shinsuke do now? Fight Cesaro. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Um, yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. There's a lot of talent over there. Big E needs a match for the title. He'll probably be in some kind of in some kind of multi man match for the title. Yeah. Um, wow, dude. It's it's February and I'm excited for Mania. I'm I'm excited for what we're putting together for Mania. And then on the other side, on Raw, they got some catching up to do. Big time. They got a lot of catching up to do, man. Um, 
I don't know what Braun does that that interests me. That could be interesting. Um, we'll probably see again. I, again, I don't know if we can stretch Fiend and Orton another three months. I don't think we should. That's a tough stretch, right? And then on top of that, even if let's say we don't, what does Orton do? What does Fiend do? I want to see what Alexa Bliss do. Facts, yeah. Because Super honestly, facts. like this, like I mean, what they have going on with her character right now, it's tight. Yeah, she's been feuding with a dude on behalf of the Fiend. Yeah, yeah, right. Like yeah. this is all gonna be wasted. I mean, it could all be wasted. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing too. I don't know if you saw the comments that Drew McIntyre made um, about keeping the Fiend, like the Fiend character doesn't mix well with the championship. And I don't I don't disagree. No, I don't either. For the for the championship, I don't disagree. The Fiend It's like it was like Finn's uh character. Uh fucking shit. The demon? Yeah, the demon. And you know what? I like the demon more as oh, far yeah, as I fighting for too. championships, right? Cause, I mean, yeah. you got regular Finn, but f- the thing with the with with the demon, it was like an enhanced version of Finn, but it wasn't based on like the supernatural, like the Fiend is. Yeah. The Fiend, while he's somewhat compelling, relies too much on like unbelievable aspects of life to put Why him in the WWE. Yeah. Inferno matches and Firefly Fun Houses, right? Um, wow, damn! What does the Fiend do at Mania? Because John Cena, he'll be in some huge. Maybe we see John Cena Goldberg. Maybe we see we can't do Fiend and John Cena again unless we're in a, <laughs> what, in a tag match. Um, wow. Or shit, maybe we see Cena McIntyre. I wouldn't be mad at that. It'd be a high-profile match for for McIntyre. That would put him on the map. I don't know if he wins or loses. That's hard to tell. He'd have to win. I think it. He may. You know, it'd be hard for him to ignore number seventeen for Cena to give him the record. It'd be hard for him to ignore number seventeen for Cena the weekend his book drops. <laughs> but Drew McIntyre's been busting ass. Yeah. That's really tough. Yeah. It'd have to be Cena McIntyre, right? I mean, from everything we just talked about, that seems like the only logical thing. Yeah. That, or maybe they put Cena on the A show on SmackDown. And just front and just front load it that way. I don't know where Cena I don't know where Cena fits in. Cena and Reigns. He comes out talking shit about Reigns. How he's been acting. Yeah, e e e. I think I think Edge takes that, but I'm e ooh e e. I'm not mad, man. I'm not mad at all. There are a lot of pieces that need to be put together for Mania, and we got three months to do so. Hopefully, uh, they take some of our ideas and build upon them, and and make them better than we did because we got some uh, some some intriguing stuff going on here. We'll have to re uh, we'll definitely revisit this in in uh, just over two months, man. As of this past Sunday, it was sixty nine days, nice, nice. until Mania. Um, 
So what? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So 64 days if you're listening to this when uh, it drops. Uh, so 64 days until Mania. A lot of decisions to be made. That's a lot of TV time. Maybe John Cena fights Finn Balor for the NXT title. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't know. I'm not mad. I want to see Finn on Mania. Yeah, me too. I want to see Finn on Mania. They should totally have NXT on Mania. I would love to see Finn on Mania. We did the Women's Championship last year. I would love to see Finn on Mania. That would be tight. That would be dope. I mean, it would just boost NXT. Facts. It wouldn't be anything bad for him. Not at all. Not at all. Speaking of NXT, we're going to be here next week devoting the entire episode to NXT, uh, NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. On uh, February 14th, we're going to break down that entire card. Announced this past Wednesday, uh, um, definitively, it's going to be Finn Balor taking on Pete Dunne for the championship. That's going to be a fight and a half. Uh, we had the triple threat match coming soon. Io Shirai, Tony Storm, Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship. They're putting that card together, man. Uh, they're going to have the finals. Is it going to be the finals of the Dusty Cup? Uh, yes, yes. I yes. would think so, yeah. Finals of the Dusty Cup. Uh, match two, uh, the U.S. title match. U.S. title match at, at TakeOver? Yeah. Really? Yeah, you didn't see that? No, I didn't. Wow. Uh, okay. Gargano and Kushida. Oh, the uh, North American Championship. North American title. Yeah, yeah North American Championship. Okay, yeah, yeah. Dope, dope, dope. I know Dexter Loomis is looking to get involved somewhere. Austin Theory is doing this thing. Um, yeah, man. It's, it's shaping up, man. You know, we know how TakeOver gets. That's going to be a good card regardless. So that's going to be a good one. We're going to devote our entire time to that. Uh, AEW is putting together the Revolution card, which will be coming in March. Uh, we got Chris Jericho and MJF. They won the Battle Royal, Tag Team Battle Royal. To take on the Young Bucks. Uh, it's going to be good character-wise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe they'll surprise us. It's going to be good character-wise. Uh, the Inner Circle. Right, you know. The Inner Circle is uh, figuring their thing out. They've got some issues going on. Um. Yeah, AEW's coming together. Uh, we got the street fight, the tag team street fight, Sting and Darby Allen versus uh, uh, Brian Cage and Pretty Ricky, what they call him, Ricky Starks. I'm looking forward to seeing how they do that. I'm mean, like, I already know how they're going to do it. Yeah. But yeah. with, like, a live crowd, like, I mean, it's obviously. I see that being fully cinematic. Oh, no, I do too, 100%. Yeah. Work. Like, it's just going to be weird, like, I mean, having fans there. Right. Right. I think I don't you know what I think they'll film it away from fans. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, just show the footage, yeah. Fans, right there, right. They just watch the match on the show, like on the fucking big yeah. screen. Like, it won't be the first time. Stadium Stampede, no. uh, Britt Baker and Big Swole. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. Yeah, I think they'll figure it out. I think they'll figure it out and protect Sting and protect his neck, protect your neck. Um, but yeah, man, we keep saying great time to be a fan. There's a lot oh, yeah. of great stuff coming up, man. We're on the road to WrestleMania, the road to Revolution, and uh, NXT Takeover Vengeance Day coming. We'll be tackling that entire card next week. But uh, let's get up out of here, man. Big Ren, we are uh, close to two hours and ten minutes, man. Flew by, flew Fly. by, my guy. Let them know how they can reach on the social medias, my dude. Got it, amigo. 
you guys can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at a mafucka, a underscore m a a f h u c k a. Then y'all can also find me on Snapchat at moffed up three sixteen m a a f f h h d u p three one six. Check it out, y'all. No doubt. Hit me on Twitter and the instant grams. At Juvie Desayuno, that's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out me and Big Ren on the show page on Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, whatnot, here to forth, and etc. But above all else, you're listening to us on a variety of different platforms. Spotify, some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts, some are listening on Breaker, some are listening on Radio Public. Wherever you're listening, tell the people you love. They will tell the people that they like. They will go to social media and diss us, but it'll touch everyone. <laughs> Great content. <laughs> no, they're definitely not going to diss Ren. They're going to diss me and me only. Uh, <laughs> Great content, heartwarming content. Uh, c- content that that you know, we're 101 episodes deep. All of it is great work. There's got to be a, a worse episode sometimes. This is how numbers work. But even the worst of us is better than 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 the best of some of y'all. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. I am your guy Juve, sitting here with my tag team partner as always, Big Ren, the legendary. Together we are the Dirty Dogs. Until next time, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.